Hello once again, Rabbi. Good evening, Joe. Hope you're doing well. Yes, it was a good day. I'm glad to hear it. Speaking of good days and bad days, uh, someone I know who passed away not too long ago uh, sort of surprised me and some of the people around him because it turned out that we found out uh, he had been raised in an Orthodox Jewish family growing up. But whenever I went over to his house to play with his children, because I'm friends with his, his, his offspring, uh, there was always a Christmas tree and uh, holiday parties. And his wife, who's not Jewish, would always make the most fabulous cookies. Um, and it, there was never any indication of his Judaism or background. And when it finally came out and questioned, and he was questioned about it, he, he pointed to World War II and said that he never wanted to acknowledge religion as a significant part of his life because he felt that it was religion in general was the source of all the evil that befell people in the world and the source of all conflict. And I thought, I need to ask my rabbi about that. He's not alone. He's not the only one that has pointed a finger at religion. And I think it is valid to point a finger at what people have done with religion, not religion itself. If you'll, people will go back and listen to the session on naked religion, you'll get some idea about religion itself. However, it's what individuals do. Politics and religion have the potential to inflame. They have the potential to create passion, to create excitement. And it's up to individuals to make a decision about how they respond on the one hand, and then it's about the institutions. I would point the finger at religious institutions, not religions. People realize that religion and politics can inflame once they realized that, they started using it for their own self-aggrandizement and to the detriment of other people, ending up in wars, in deaths. Look at when we have a debate over Israel and Palestine. Look at what happens when we have a debate about Roman Catholicism and the Baptists. All of a sudden, everyone's I don't know, up in arms and yelling and screaming because it generates a lot of passion. Because of that, it's the responsibility of the leaders in church and the leaders in politics to not use it that way. And if it's done that way, to stand in the way so it doesn't turn into war, so it doesn't turn into hate. So I point the finger at individuals who are in a position to stop it from happening. <clears throat> the Talmud has a neat discussion about responsibility. And as long as someone is just an average citizen, um, I can say what I want when I go into Panera Bread or Starbucks. I'm just a citizen. However, if I become a representative of the community on one level, the Talmud says, you now have a different responsibility because people will listen to you. Then if you become the 
governor, you become a senator, a representative, the president of the United States. The Talmud created a ladder. It said as each individual rises to a different level, you have a different responsibility. And that's who I blame for all the injustices in the name of religion, all the bad things, because none of them are supported by religion. They're individuals who use the religion. And the Talmud warns us and says, the average citizen can say things. However, if you have a TV show, you have a responsibility. If you are an elected official, you have a responsibility. If you're a cartoonist, you have a responsibility because you are in a position to stop these injustices or to point out when abuses are taking place. So yes, that particular gentleman is correct that religion has led to a lot of abuses, not religion, but individuals who have chosen to use the religion for their own ends, for politics, or for nationalism, for other things, and they've inflaming passion. So getting rid of religion won't do any good. Getting rid of nationalism won't do any good because they're there. Rather, we need to look at each other and be responsible and say, because of my position, I really can't say, I don't want to say, because it would fly in the face of the values. Look at the values of the religion, then look at what people have done or said in the name of religion. So it's not the values. Turn the other cheek, walk the extra mile. Uh, I go back and ask people to listen to the session we did on the Beatitudes, on the Sermon on the Mount, and then take those teachings and then say that this individual is promoting them or saying them. They're not. So they're not, it's not the religion. It's what we do to it. The valid question to ask is how do we get our leaders, both politically and religiously, to live up to their responsibility and stop acting out and using it just for themselves? That becomes the question. And it's up to people to say, you know, this particular individual isn't really teaching the values of the religion. I'm not going to go to that church anymore. And if we stop going, then they're going to not have an audience and they're not going to have the money and they're not going to be able to preach. So in the end, it's up to the individual members to call the leaders of the church to task. And if the leaders won't listen, walk away. There's plenty of other religions that can be satisfying. I would point out the cartoonists uh, often make as much trouble as they try to resolve. But I agree that if it were not for the heroic efforts of the political cartooning core, that uh, many people would not notice some of the uh, inequities that go on in life, including in religion. Thanks very much, Rabbi. I'll show you my cartoons as soon as I'm done with them. And I look forward to seeing myself in some of the cartoons. You know, I'm a bit disappointed that I haven't seen any cartoons of me on The Rabbi and I. I would like to point out that Herblock, the political cartoonist for the Washington Post for many years, was it was rumored that all of Capitol Hill woke up to open the Washington Post Sunday edition, dreading seeing their picture in the paper. So you are a rare exception in yet another way. And I'd like to point out my father's name was Herbert Block. Oh my gosh. So there you all go. the more reason why you should do a cartoon about oh. me.
All righty. Well, there you go. My, my marching orders are, are set. Thanks, Rabbi. You're welcome. Good night.